Good evening. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, the messenger, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Once again, it's on. On this episode, we're going to discuss the tribalism mindset, colorism, and the uh, crab in the uh, the crab in the bucket mindset. Um, we all have suffered from it. Uh, primarily, it's a spiritual thing that our people suffered primarily throughout the Americas and the Caribbean, and Africa, and Asia. But I'm just going to focus on Africa and Asia. Shout out to Jason Black in Louisiana. Um, he had an episode talking about um, immigrants, um, especially Africans. There was a few Africans, Nigerian rather, called call it have called into the program. Um, he was His argument was, what is the what African, you guys say you guys are so smart, especially Nigerian, what is what have you done for your country significant what have you done for your country of significant importance when we talk about infrastructure agriculture uh you know medicine all those things because a lot of nigerian i've been also a lot of you guys uh, who come to this country some of them are very smart some of them are not that smart so uh, there's a lot of scams that they do. Um, I have to keep it a buck. Um, but is the arrogance? Is the arrogant? A lot of them have, especially those of the of those of them that educated. So they like to say, "Oh, you are Katas, you know, you are Katas, and all that stuff," and which is wildcats in their native tongue. Katas, you heard that before. Now, I say, if you're calling us wildcats, I'm like, we in a right mind. We in the right place. You know, we in America. Now, black American. I always tell people, what Africa have done for the past 100 years that's of significance for the continent? Maybe something I might not be aware of. You know, you guys can educate me on that. But when it comes to science and all that stuff, you might say they invent medicine, whatever. But have they use it for their own country? When you look at Nigeria, one of the rich, one of the rich countries in, in, in Africa, one of the most populous, what is it, 160 million people over there? The infrastructure is in shambles. You know the healthcare is in shape. Most Nigerians they come here for healthcare. They come here for they don't have a they don't have a, a state state of the art hospital that can sustain us, uh, sustain them rather in Nigeria. A lot of them come here. Uh, those of them who have money, they come here. They go to England. They go to Canada for 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 medicine for uh, for surgery whatever. I'm like you have all this great mind in your country. Why are you going to other country for assistance? Now, the brother was saying, um, he did mention Haitian. I will touch upon this because I'll say this is a spiritual thing that we're all fighting right now. There's many components in this thing. Primarily, number one is spiritual, then mental, then physical. But when he was talking about the immigrants that's come here, why you guys are living in your country? Now, black Americans, they never live here. Because you're coming from a black country. He said, this is your black country. All black. It's governed by black. The whole mayor, every, the whole country is black. So meanwhile, you're running for safety to a white country. United States, technically speaking, is a white country. It's run by white people. But it, so black American, in retrospect, they haven't left. They've been fighting this war for decades, for centuries now. So they have not left. Those of us who are Caribbean that come here, I will speak about Haitian briefly, but I'm just going to focus on black American and Africans. You Africans that come here are so arrogant. You like to look down on the black American. Black American had make it possible for you to come here and for everybody to come here. And not only African, but every ethnic group you see in America, black American 
have laid the foundation. They have uh, bridged the gap to bring those people here. And sometimes it's all to uh, to their de- detriment because when it comes to an employment, black people suffer the most. And meanwhile, those immigrants, look what happened with this doofus. He just gave Afghanistan $6.3 billion for resettlement. That is, un- that is freaking idiotic. Why would you do that? Those people have no lineage here. Why would you give them $6.3 billion? You could have given that to the Negro American for small businesses, but he didn't do that. He won't pay a reparation, but meanwhile, he will give $6.3 billion to Afghanistan resettlement. But I digress. But the other thing they were talking, they discussed is about the infrastructure. They talk about, you know, black Americans, they have invented a lot of stuff. Your television, your, your cell phone, all those things, those inventions, they came from black Americans. <laughs> I'm being honest to a lot of you guys. Even your vehicle that you drive here, it was invented by a black American. Unbeknownst to a lot of you guys, they have done a lot of great invention that we still use. Peanut butter is, you know, Washington Carver. He's not African. He's Aboriginal. He's American. I keep telling you that. Stop letting those people African or black. Black is a color and a status. White is a color and a status. I need my white status back. So what? What you guys always arguing about? Black American. This they have a culture. See, that's what bothered me a lot. Black Americans, they do have a culture. You copy their culture. Their culture is the most copied, most imitated culture in the planet. Nobody imitated Chinese culture. Nobody imitated Hindu culture. Nobody imitated Japanese culture. They might like it, but they don't imitate it like they do to us, like they do to black America. I'm Caribbean, so I can speak on that because I live in this country for many years. So I know the nuances between those cultures. Now, Africa have a lot of dilemma. They have a lot of problem. Some of it is systemic. Some of it is religious. Some of it is just stupidity. And that tribal, see, I'm, after, I'm going to speak on this tribal mindset. You're wondering why Africa have not united. Number one is spiritual. Number two is that tribal mindset that they have. It's, it's detrimental to, the, to their health. They have that tribal mindset. That's why they haven't come as one. When you see that um, China's over there taking over all the resources over there, I'm not saying all of it, but most of it China have taken over. And those loans, you got to pay those loans back from to China. And if you default on those loans, China, the Chinese company, they're going to take half of your country or might take your whole country. Now, there's a few Africans who have fought against Chinese invasion. Now, here's another thing that they're doing. You have all those Chinese engineering Building, you know, highways. They're building byways, subways. They're building, you know, you know, high high towers. You know, commercial building in your country. Where is your engineer? You see, Black American, that never happened to them. They do their own stuff. When they build something, it's Black engineer that does it. You know, there's only a few percentage of engineer in Africa that's building stuff there. But the majority are foreigners. Either they're Arabs or they're European. Oh, they're Chinese. Those are the engineers that's building stuff in Africa. But you come to America, you look down on the black American, call them akatas. You're a hypocrite. You're stupid. Because you come to this country. We're not flying to Africa by the millions. You're flying here by the millions every freaking year. You're coming to America. And you won't leave. That's the, that's the dilemma. You won't leave this country. Okay, those people that put their foot on your ass, you won't leave this country. 
But meanwhile, you 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 bragging about all this. You know, you're so smart, you're so intellectual, whatever crap. But why don't you use that intellect to build your own country? Yeah, you, yeah, Nigeria are the most smarter people in, in this country, but they're not using that intellect to build their own country. You look at the infrastructure in Nigeria in shambles, the healthcare in shambles. What is one, name me one Nigerian university that is top five or top 10 in the world. I'll wait, zero. Name me one hospitals that is top 10, top 20 in the world in, in Nigeria, Lagos. Zero. And you guys claim to be so smart, so intellectual. That is a disgrace. That is a shame to make that statement. Chinese people, on the other hand, you see, most Chinese people, when they come to America, they take the knowledge, they take it back to China. Same thing with Japanese and other race. They come to America, they take that knowledge back to their country and build their infrastructure. But you guys come to America, you like to brag and show off how much money you have, how much clothes, gluey, whatever crap you be wearing. Those things are and sick, they, they, irrelevant to the livelihood of your people. Now, let me address the black American. Black American here, they do have a culture. Unbeknownst to a lot of you guys, you guys copy their culture to a T. Or you try to. But what I'm saying is they have a culture. They, they have made so much invention for the past hundred years. Most of those inventions, they have come to, from the Americas. Whether it's your television, your cell phone, your shoes, your, your, a lot of invention was made here. Your refrigerator. Who made it? A black American, so-called black, made it. He made the refrigerator. You know, when it comes to plasma, to separate the plasma from the blood, that was a black doctor who did that in America, not in Africa, in America. Dr. Drew, I think Dr. Drew, that's his name, uh, John, John Hopkins. He invented the, the plasma and the, all that stuff. So the question I will pose on this podcast, what African have, you know, what invention they have made that really sustained the whole continent in the world? I cannot really think of one right now. I might be wrong. Maybe you know something. They, I don't know. But the notion to come here and shit on black American. Now, let's address the Haitian now, Haitian also is a spiritual thing. I know a lot of Haitian. The Haitian barely come to Mexico. Uh, most Haitian refugees usually go through Miami, just like the Cubans. Um, this is a this is this is a great feat they have done. You know, travel four thousand miles to get to where they are. That's that's unheard of. Nobody ever done that like that. So successfully, uh, they have done it. Kudos to them. But a lot of it, too, when it comes to the, uh, what we have done for this country as a whole, I keep telling you guys, Haiti have done so much, unlike Africa. We have done so much for this country. We have every right to be in this country, unbeknownst to a lot of you guys. Uh, Haitian, Haitian um, nationals have every right to be in this country. Let's be clear on that. We have paperwork and we have receipts. We have paperwork and receipts to back that up. I can't speak about Nigeria if they have paperwork and receipts. I don't think they have paperwork and receipts. But we do. Mexico, they might have some paperwork too because Mexico, all that uh, West Coast was mostly uh, owned by Mexico. Uh, we're not talking about those Mongoloids now. We're not talking about those Mongoloids. No, no, no. We're talking about the indigenous Mexicans, the, 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 the so-called black Mexicans. Not those ones right now, those El Blancos right now. No, 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 no. Not those El Blancos, those um, Mongoloids. No, no, not those Mongoloids over there. No, no, no. 
We're talking about the black, the El Negro Mexican, the original Mexicans. So what I'm saying to you that a lot of us have been misled, misinformed, miseducated to our churches, to our school system. So this is why we go back and forth with each other about this, um, this argument about who's better, who's that, who's bad. But Africans, you guys got to do better. You live in your country by the millions, and once you obtain some degree, whether it's a, B, a PhD or doctorate or MBA in business or finance, um, you, you or your bachelor's in, in you know nursing, you guys like to be nur- you like to be nursing and want to be a nurse, or your you know your associate, whatever degrees you have earned, you earn it here in this country. You didn't earn it in Africa, so let's be clear on that. The notion to come here and shit on Black American and try to belittle them, you're a hypocrite because then you're in their country. They're not, they're not in Africa. you right here, and you don't want to leave here. You want to stay here. You have children here. So stop with the hypocrisy, okay? You let China run your country. China's pretty much running Africa right now, unbeknownst to a lot of you guys. China, the Chinese are running Africa. Whether it's South Africa, West Africa, it doesn't matter. They're running Africa right now. Because they have invested trillions of dollars in Africa. And those money must be paid. Yes, those funds must be returned to China. If they don't return them, they're going to take over your country. That's the dilemma you a lot of African countries are facing right now. And I've seen a lot of Africans who watch political science. I've talked about those. I've spoken about those things. It's a dilemma that a lot of African countries are facing right now. As I speak to you on this podcast. So huge dilemma. They are facing with this loan they have borrowed from China. Now let's talk about the. He was talking about the, the back and forth. Why we don't come together? Once again, it's that crab in the crab in the bucket mentality. We all try to pull each other down. That's it. Come from religious. It come from the school system that we in. So we have this crab in the barrel. It like you know, some of us, you know, who are Hispanic, you don't claim you don't want to claim your your color, you don't want to claim your blackness, whatever. You don't want to claim who you really are. You you want to claim Spain, but Spain is not who you want to claim. Some of us we have colorism in the Caribbean, and some here in the United States we have a lot of colorism, and we suffer from that colorism. It's also detrimental to our people. You see, somebody might say, "Oh, I'm Puerto Rican, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm like, dude, Puerto Rican is not a race." Or I'm Dominican, I'm not whatever, I'm I'm Indian, whatever. Which Indian are you talking about the Aborigines from the beginning? Or are you talking about those Mongoloids? You gotta you have to decipher which Indians are you talking about. So a lot of us have been misinformed, miseducated to our school system, to the church, um, religious belief. Those things really cripple our people. And they put us in a, a state of um comatose, um psychological comatose. So a lot of us are suffering from psychological comatose. And we have to evolve. We have to grow. We have to get out of this mindset. It is detrimental to our spiritual, mental, even our physical health. It is detrimental to those things. Okay? So that being said, it is time for us to come together as one block. Especially those of us who are in the Americas, we have to come together. I can't really speak about Africa because Africa too, they have to overcome this tribal mindset for them to be successful. It would happen eventually, but it's going to take a time for them to, to, 
to break away from this tribal mindset. It is also detrimental to them. And you're seeing it throughout South Africa, you've seen it in West Africa, um, you see it in North Africa. North Africa, North Africa is pretty much run by the Arabs. Let's keep it real, <laughs> okay? They pretty much run North Africa. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck. North Africa is run by the Arabs. So that being said, when you look at the the Haitian, Haiti, I've done, you know, Haiti, like I told you guys before, Haiti was system was systematically the key, the operative word is systematically targeted. So they have the Catholic Church, the Vatican, and United States, France, and Spain, and England, they have come together, put their powers together. They have buried the country. This is why I'm very adamant about Haiti being, the, I mean, Haiti is going to be the next world power because Haiti have been suffering for 500 years. We catch a lot of L's. I'm being honest to a lot of you guys. Haiti have catch a lot of L's. So Haiti was the first so-called black republic in the Americas. The first black republic, is that a coincidence? I beg to differ. And look at the geography of Haiti. Haiti is in the center, is in the center of the Americas. It's between the North and the South Kingdom. So it's right there in the Caribbean, right there in the middle. So coincidence? I don't think so. So Haiti have special powers. They have, we have a spiritual powers that, that we, 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 we were brought away from. We got away from us because we were um, brought into like, this religious mindset. A lot of us got away from that. Excuse me for that. We got away from that, um, our spirituality, and we become so religious. And the same thing for black American. They were very, they were highly spiritual people because of the church, the Catholic church here. They brought all those demons over here. They have really did a number on our people, psyche. This is why we're so out of whack. We're not in sequence with ourselves. So we need to get back to our spirituality for us to be successful. It is going to happen eventually, but we have to be con con we have to be aware of those things. Those are the things that really cripple us as a people. Now, African, we don't come from the same bloodline. This is why I keep telling you guys, we have what different phenotype. Is that a, I have no hatred towards African. Let me be clear on that. An African friend, I'm married to an African woman. So let's be clear on that. I have no hatred towards Africa. But we have to tell the truth. We didn't come from Africa. We came. We was already here for thousands of years. But this European, they have lied. They have wrote us up the history book. They rewrite the history book to give their version of the history. Not our version, but their version of history. So we have to be mindful of that also. They wrote us, they call it paper genocide. This is why you have to do, DNA is a false. You can't do DNA. You have to do genealogy. Where you go to your local courthouse and look at all the birth record and the death certificate and the marriage record to trace your lineage, whether you're Cherokee, Indian, Blackfoot, you name it, wherever you're Iroquois, you need to go back to the courthouse and look at your genealogy. Okay, don't do no DNA. DNA is a scam. There's another Nigerian scam, but I'll call it this American scam. But as far as the scam goes, Nigerians also know, let me just Nigerian. I'm not saying all Nigerian are scammers. I'm not saying that. But we're going by a love average. And I, like I said, the love average always put me right. Especially the men. They're all doing some kind of scam. You know, they, they, they're all doing some scams. And it's nothing to that cripple Nigeria. 
the scammers. And you make your country look bad when you do that. Now, I know you try to get your money. I get it. But this is a global thing. Like I always say to you guys, every national, every nationality, once you te- step out of your country, you represent not only yourself, you represent your country unbeknownst to you. Whatever you do is a reflection of your country. It's the same thing when Haitian people go to DR, they misbehave. Or when they come to the United States, they misbehave. It, 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 it baffles me because it hurts my feelings because I'm Haitian. So it baffles me because it pains my heart when they misbehave like that. It makes all of us look bad. And we are very good people. We are very well-minded people. But you have a few of us who are buffoons. And he was also alluding to the coon class. Yes, you have a lot of coons in Africa. Let's be clear on that. They worship El Blanco. They worship the white men. They look up to the white men. They cannot. Unlike us, we, we live around white people. We know their de- demeanor. We know their way of life. We know how they think. We know how to deal with white people because we're with them all the time. But Africans who have not dealt with white people, they pretty much worship them. So it's a, it's a, it's a mental psychosis. So it's the same thing with Asians sometimes. You have the same thing with um, some of us here in the Americas who worship El Blanco. So they worship El Blanco so much. Those are, those are the things that really cripple our people. And it's mostly spiritual and mental. So it's mostly spiritual. It's a spiritual fight that we're fighting as a people. And I know we got next. I'm very adamant about this. Haiti got next. The black American here have next. Because we have suffered for so many centuries now. This is why we are entering the age of awakening. We have entered an age of awakening. We no longer live in a delusional anymore. So we are enter, we are into an age of awakening. So we have to be awakened, spiritually and mentally awakened. But a lot of us, unfortunately, are not awakened. So like I said, like the good book said, many are called, few are chosen. So you cannot save everybody. This is what I keep saying. I'm not your leader. I'm not your pastor. I'm not your, your rabbi. I'm not your imam. I'm just the messenger. I'm just here to give my perspective on histor- uh, historical fact and current events. So after listening to the podcast last night with Jason Black, his podcast on YouTube, so where he was about, you know, the infrastructure of, um, you know, how those people come here, the immigrants, uh, the thing about Haiti, um, as far as, like, we have to take responsibility for, for ourselves, like I say, it's the government. The government have to play a major role. If we as Haitians, too, have to come together, those of us who are Jasper, that live in the diaspora, we need to come together and build a nation. We can no longer let the NGOs in America come and build a nation for us. We as Haitian nationals have to do that. It is our responsibility, uh, our responsibility and our duty to do so, to build our nation. I know that we will be a great nation. We're already a great nation, but we have been suffering, you know, spiritually suffering, financially suffering. We have suffered. So this is why you can't let anybody to help you. You have to help yourself. Your Savior didn't come in nowhere. You have to help yourself. It is imperative we come together and help our community as a whole. It's the same thing with black America. Black American, too, kudos to them. Even though they have suffered, they have never lived the country. They always fight. They're only 13% of the population. They haven't left like Africans and other nations that have left their country. So in retrospect, a lot of respect goes to them. 
because they find white supremacy, uh, white supremacy right here in America. They're not leaving America and go to Zimbabwe or Cote d'Ivoire or Nigeria for safety. And there's no safety in Nigeria. Let's be clear on that. Okay, unless you got plenty of money. Even when you have plenty of money, there's still no, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. So what I'm saying is that we need to humble ourselves. Whether we're uneducated, educated, we need to humble ourselves and help. We are our brother's keepers. I repeat, we are our brother's keepers. We must look out for one another. Now, with Africa, Africa has a lot of resources, natural resources. So do we here in the Americas. But you let foreigners, the Arabs, the Europeans, and the Hindus, and now you have the Chinese, you know, over there taking over the, the, those resources over there. And then on top of that, you have the arrogant to come here to America calling people Akatas. No, you are the true Akatas because you left your country and come to America. We're not Akatas. You need to look at yourself in the mirror. Your education, all this knowledge you guys claim to be having, you need to use that for, on your, to build your infrastructure in your country to grow your nation before you make any statement about the black Americans. Black American, this is their country. This is their land. They didn't come from Africa, okay? They was already here for thousands of years, unbeknownst to a lot of you guys. So that's what I'm saying. This mental colorism, all those things have affect our people. Colorism, the crab in the barrel, the tribalism for Africa. Those mindsets have really crippled our people on a spiritual level, on a mental level. They have really crippled us. It is a time for us to be aware of those things. Some of us are already aware of it, but we have to be more proactive. Proactive means that means we have to try to resolve this problem. How to resolve it? We have to address it and take care of it by coming together. And we're going to have differences. Those are things happening in life. We're going to have differences, but... We have to have one common cause. You see, during the 1950s, Hiroshima, after America bombed Hiroshima, what the Japanese came, they had one code of conduct. They came together. They say, you know, what is our objective? It's to rebuild our nation. Even though they have reparation from Ronald Reagan, that was in 1988. But that's a whole different topic for that. But they come together under one accord. Same thing with China. China, you don't think they have differences? There are plenty of differences in China. But what did they do? They come together under one accord to build the nation. This is nation building. It's not village building. This is nation building. How you build a nation? Everybody have to be on board. You have to have an objective for the country, the infrastructure, the healthcare system. In Africa, the healthcare system is in shambles. Especially in Nigeria, it's a big-ass nation like this. You don't have a top 10 hospital in the world. And you claim to be so intellectual. And you don't have top 10, you know, highways in the world. You don't have top 10 restaurant, you know, hospitals in the world. And you guys are so intellectual. Hmm. I beg to differ. I truly beg to differ. So if you're that small, you need to build your own country. Don't come to America and start flexing on us and calling us Akatas. No, you truly the Akatas. Okay, we are in our own place, on our own land. You are not. 
So, but like I said, black American will come together eventually. Not all of you guys, a lot of you guys are coons. The coon class gotta go. Starting with the Caribbean islands, all your coons in Jamaica and Haiti, they got to go. Dominican Republic have a lot of coons. You have Barbados have a lot of coons. You know, Trinidad have a lot of coons. You know, they got to go. And we have a lot of coons here in, in the United States. In Africa, you got a tons of coons in Africa. A ton of them. Most of them are religious leaders. Some of them are politicians. Some of them are business people. They are cooning to China. They are cooning to the Arabs. They are cooning to the Hindus. So it is time for us to stop this cornery. It is time for us to stop this cornery and come together as one block. Especially those of us who live in the Americas. Once we take off, Africa will follow. Trust me on that. When we when we united here, Africa will get the act together. Trust me on that. They will get they will get the memo. They will get their act together. Now there are a few Africans who are doing some work on the ground level. I've heard their story, I follow them. But as a nation building, like you look at South Africa, you look at Nigeria, Egypt, who is run by the Arabs. So you look at all those countries I just mentioned. China is involved. You cannot let Chinese engineers build your country. This is your duty. This is your work. This is your country. You should be building your country. I'm not saying not to collaborate with China, but you should be the head in charge. You should be building your country, not China or the Europeans. You know, you got all this intellectual, all the expertise in your country, but you're not building, you're not using it to your, your betterment, to better your country. You let other, other people come and build your country for you. That is a, that's, that's not good. That is really bad. But a shout out to Jason Black out in Louisiana. Um, he was talking about the immigrants. He was talking about the mindset of a lot of us, you know, foreigners who come to this country. Um, like he said, you know, you guys are coming here to America. See, black Americans, they're not leaving this country, go to Africa, except if they're celebrities or diplomats. After that, the average black American, <laughs> they don't even think about Africa like that because they're not from Africa. Okay, you cannot go by skin color. You got to go by phenotype and lineage. Our lineage don't go back to Africa. Actually, Africa didn't civilize the world. It's the Americas who civilized the world, who civilized Africa. We have mummies here who are 50,000 years old in Peru. The African mummies, they only date, what, 7,000 years? We have mummies here that's 50,000 years old. So, hell, who, who civilized who? It's us. We civilize Africa, not the other way around. But once again, you can check me out on Instagram. That's copper color underscore color, copper underscore color American color underscore American or lowercase letters. You can also follow me on Twitter at John Rosenberg. You can follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It has been a pleasure. Let's take this to a billion. Let's reach a billion listeners. Uh, spread it around with your friends, share it with your friends, your co-workers, one love, one nation, one blood.